We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. This podcast episode is brought to you by Coors Light. These days, everything is go, go, go. It's nonstop hustle all the time. Work, friends, family expect you to be on 24-7. Well, sometimes you just need to reach for a Coors Light because it's made to chill. Coors Light is cold lagered, cold filtered, and cold packaged. It's as crisp and refreshing as the Colorado Rockies. It is literally made to chill. Coors Light is the one I choose when I need to unwind. So when you want to hit reset, reach for the beer that's made to chill. Get Coors Light in the new look delivered straight to your door with Drizzly or Instacart. Celebrate responsibly. Coors Brewing Company, Golden, Colorado. Hey, this is Megan Rapino, And I'm Sue Bird. We've decided to turn our crazy IG live show into a podcast for your listening pleasure. Enjoy the show. A Touch More. New episodes of A Touch More drop Tuesday only on the Blue Wire Podcast Network. Be sure to subscribe to the show on Spotify, Apple, or anywhere else you listen to podcasts. All right, guys, welcome back to another episode of Hard Reads. I am TK Breezy. Uh, join along with Aussie. Obviously, uh, every we every Wednesday, 6 p.m., we are here uh, doing the thing. Uh, today, not really a lot of Smash news to be talking about, obviously. Uh, you know, Smash news has kind of been uh, dropping uh, because, you know, we're, we're running out of, well, we only have online events. And uh, even though I think there is a couple of uh, locals that are now starting to open up, it's still just not enough to really talk about. So, uh, with that being said, we will be talking about uh, what is a big subject throughout the world, and that is Black Lives Matters. Uh, I'm TK Brady. This is Austin. Austin, how are you doing today, man? Um, you know, as good as I can in the state of the world right now. But yeah, you know, you know how it is. Uh, as TK said, that not much has really happened in Smash because every like literally, you go on Twitter, you go on any social media site, it's about the protests and what's going on in the world. So we <clears> felt that it would be good to talk about that today. Instead, um, I mean, there was that Smash tournament that happened over the weekend, the randoms that Nairo won. No one was shocked that Nairo won. But, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, yeah, yeah I mean, I was commenting. That was pretty good. It was, you know, <laughs> big shots big to Nairo. I mean, he kind of, he slapped it too. It wasn't even like, wasn't even really close. Uh, you know, the, the only thing I can say about that was the Nairo got Palutena on one of his picks, and then he said he was upset that he got Palutena because it put more pressure on him to win. Shut up. <laughs> like, shut up, dude! I, I, like, I would I love to get my my character in a random character uh, match. Like, come on, bro! What are you talking about? I could get so, behind that train of thought. Nah, but... I can't. I can't though. <laughs> I can't though. Like, that's just 
that was that was a very interesting way to put that so mm-hmm. um but yeah man uh guys if you are have just showed up for my stream big shout outs for y'all coming uh through um you know from my stream obviously um we were just doing some charting we have much other talk shows to do today but as they will be talking about black lives matter now uh if you have not Really uh, been keeping up with what's going on. Obviously, uh, I can do a small rundown for you of why everything is going down uh, with the way that it is. So there's a man by the name of George Floyd who was uh, unlawfully pretty much killed by the police uh, while pleading for his life, uh, you know, saying that he couldn't breathe. That there's uh, The officer had his, his knee on his neck. Uh, there's many videos of people pleading for, for him to, like, get his knee off of his neck. Because you could clearly see the man was, you know, in distress. Like, he, he was face down on the ground, couldn't move, uh, in distress. Uh, many officers around, actually. There's been pictures showing that there's been multiple officers that were actually holding him down at one point in time. Many officers around not doing anything, not saying, you know, he was detained. Like, he wasn't going anywhere. He had been detained, whatever, whatever. This lasted for uh, almost nine minutes. And by the time they had moved him, obviously, the man had already asphyxiated. Probably pronounced dead before he even got into the ambulance, you know. Um, that is only one of a large list of unjust and unlawful killing of, uh, black of minorities, but, uh, you know, as of right now, black people, uh, from the police. Um, and because of that, you know, you try to peacefully protest, you try to ask nicely, uh, can we stop having this happen? Can we, you know, get some reform in some way or another or one way or another? And it doesn't work. So now you have what you have, and that is people, uh, you know, protesting. Uh, most of them are trying to do it, uh, you know, peacefully, but some of them are not. Some of them have been sick of being peaceful. Some of them are going about, um, you know, with the, I guess, the more riot versions of the protests. But I can't blame those people, man. Like, we've been, you know, as a 30-year-old man, I've been dealing, you know, I've been black my entire life. Uh, I've been dealing, we have dealt with this, uh, these injustices. Uh, for longer than I've been alive. And, you know, uh, people, I've seen, you know, all kind of crazy tweets uh, trying to go against the movement and, you know, or trying to demonize the movement, make it seem like these, that black people should not be upset, should not uh, get justice, uh, that just because one officer has been charged finally, um, that everything is okay. When it's not okay, because there's millions of other cases uh, out there, thousands of other cases out there uh, of officers getting away with what they got away with uh, or, or, or with actions that they've done against uh, black people, such as George Floyd, but they got away with it. I mean, and there's just multiple stories coming out, more and more stories coming out every day. I find out about another uh, black person who is, um, who has been put under uh, like, or who's died under uh, circumstances that have to deal with the police and the police just kind of like, they get a slap on the wrist. Like, Oh, you killed this man. We'll give you, uh, extended leave, but it's with pay. We know we're not going to fire you. We're not going to charge you. Just you know, you can't hang out for a little bit, and that's just th- that. Just you know, it's, it's just up. not. It's not good enough. It's not good enough. Yeah, um, I I don't know if you saw in the chat, uh, but I did see a tweet earlier today. The other three cops that were just watching as it happened were uh-huh. charged today. Um, that's so good. There's progress. That's literally all people want is for there to just. Be justice for their for for someone to police the police for um everyone always talks about how like um all lives matter or cops uh, there's there's not all cops are bad blah 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 but the problem is like yes there are the bad apples 
within the police force. But the issue is that the good cops are not enforcing that, you know, like they're just standing idly by. Uh, I saw a quote uh, earlier today that talked about how if you have if you have a thousand cops and one cop does something bad and the other 999 don't do anything about it, then you have a thousand bad cops. So that's literally the reason this is all happening. Why this is exploding is because it's like enough is enough. On top of the COVID thing, a lot of people are unemployed majorly in the minority as well. Um, so mm-hmm. a lot of people have free time on their hands because of the current state of affairs. So that's why like people are going out in record numbers. All 50 states of the country have a protest of some fashion happening. And it's just people just want to be heard. They, they, they want to, they want people to listen. That's all they had to do. And they're basically protesting police brutality. And instead, the police escalate things. So it keeps getting worse every day. Yeah, so. and it's not even like see the thing is the more that I'm uh like reading up about it and, and, and being educated about it is that like the the answers to the protests to the the regular protests, you know, there's the ones where people are, you know, marching the streets or whatever, are are answers to stifle it, you know. You can clearly see the agenda here is to stifle the protests, it's not to, you know, keep people safe or protect and serve. It is it is to stifle it. You have curfews that are getting closer and closer to like basically noon like they don't even want people out at noon like there was a, a curfew that was indicted in i think in uh in la where the curfew was at like 2 p.m you know what i'm saying like what the it's fuck 1 p.m now is 1 p.m now see that's what yeah. i'm saying like they're, it's going further and further so if you're out past that time they want you know they they're they're basically just stifling anyone who is out protesting after that time. So, you know, and then they're stifling people who aren't even protesting. Some people are actually just trying to get home and they're getting, uh, you know, pulled over. They're getting arrested and things like that. So to me, I feel like not only is, has the, the mainstream media been trying to like uh, shift the narrative where if you see, you see from the mainstream media, you see more articles of looters and uh, rioters and things like that. When again, uh, if you have been watching enough of uh, black Twitter's, uh, or, black, or black influencers and things, you see that most of the looters are actually, or, or most of the things that you're seeing that you're not seeing from mainstream media are, are white looters or, or agents of uh, chaos just breaking shit, to be breaking shit. Like, they're not they're not part of the cause. They're just dudes outside, out there trying to kind of diminish the cause because they know that it's going to get seen, you know? Uh, if if uh, 100 black people walking down the street, okay, and... Uh, one person breaks a window, you know what I mean? It, no one sees it, but you know who they're going to blame? That group of people. Like, that's what's going to happen. And, and that is what's been going on uh, with a decent amount of these uh, looters and protesters. You've seen people who definitely have nothing to do with Black Lives Matters showing up, grabbing stuff from Target, grabbing stuff from stores, breaking uh, windows and things like that just to be breaking stuff. And I that that right there, like, it is definitely the mainstream media, media in my opinion, trying to shift the narrative to show that, oh, none of this matters, you know, or they're, they're just doing this to be evil. There's, there, there's no just, uh, justice, no peace, none of that stuff, whatever, whatever. They're not even trying to get uh, justice, you know, they just want no peace. And that's just not the case, you know. I've seen way, way more videos of silent protests being broken up uh, by, by police that will never, ever, ever see mainstream media because all the mainstream media is, pu- is focused on is is people disobeying curfew when they, most of them are probably not even trying to, and then also uh, the rioting, the looting that is happening. That is not even a majority of what is uh, actually going on. Yeah, uh, 
bro have you seen like people like they're planting like bricks and stuff and they like they're, they're like there's like video footage of police officers who are grabbing bricks and putting them near protesters for them to get you know insensitized to like actually pick them up and throw them or just yeah. like you know white supremacists are make organizing events to go to those or those events to wreck havoc and cause an upster and yeah it's it's like it's almost like a setup and it's it, thank god for the internet because if this happened like 30 years ago like the we would never see what's actually happening out there you know just the media would cover what they want to cover because they're all owned by some ceo or or another and uh it's just very dreadful out there and basically the reason that uh we wanted to run this this topic on for today is because we want smashers people in the FTC or whatever like i personally want people to open their eyes uh Mm -hmm. i i think it's really really easy especially during these times to just like hide yourself in video games smash away from twitter away from the internet so you know just try to like you know not look at it because it, it, it it's it's not pleasant you know it's not pleasant to look at and there's a lot of young people in the smash community so a lot of them don't really understand what's actually at stake here and I, more and more corporations and personalities outside of Smash, or just out in general, are raising awareness to this because it is it is coming to it's that big of a deal. Like this is not just a, this is not just a political move. This is this is this has nothing to do with politics. This has to do with just justice. Like that's it. That's all. That's all it is. And there, I don't know if you saw like people they they made those announcements where video game companies are delaying their announcements that they were going to make like during the E three esque time. You know. In favor of, you know, focusing on what actually matters. And if you look at those comments, there's nothing but angry, angry gamers underneath. You know, I can't believe you guys are doing this, blah, blah, blah. Like, it looks like I'm not buying a PlayStation, you know, something, stuff like that. And it's like, those are the people that need need to see this the most. So I'm glad that game companies are doing that. And other companies, you know, they're trying to put more focus on what's actually happening. Uh, Yeah. But they need it. I mean, again... Like I was talking about this uh, earlier today too. You have to you have to do more. Like I tweeted this. I've been tweeting a lot uh, about this, but I tweeted this earlier today about you have to do more. Like I don't want to just see, uh, you know, some fucking um, some PR clear tweet uh, about Black Lives Matter. I want to know what like what else internally are you doing to uh, to you know make this a, a a thing? Like are you going to fire anyone that has been spewing racist shit? Uh, are you going to uh diversity hire uh without it being like just some token diversity hire just because you you have no black people in office and you want to do your part uh are you going to change potentially your ways uh of distribution you know are you going to uh, look more into minorities just in general not even about just black people are you going to look more on the minorities just in general i don't care to see sony to see nintendo to see pokemon to see, uh, you know, GameSpot, Kotaku, or whatever, just put out a tweet. I want to see what else they're doing after that. And yeah. uh, and I that that's that's where I'm at right now. Like, so I have not really been liking any of the tweets of the things that I saw. Nintendo tweeted today. Great for them. What else are you gonna do? You know, what I'm saying, I, uh, like, I just saw, I just saw now, 50 minutes ago, Pokemon has retweeted as well. Uh, you know, or, or tweeted as well. Great for them. What else are you gonna do? You know what I'm saying? And so uh, at this point in time. Like, I'm happy that it is being acknowledged, but as I said in my tweet, for how long? Like, I don't want to just see this for the week, you know, fucking, uh, 
uh, Chauvin gets, you know, I guess his his uh, his due diligence, and then everyone just goes back to normal because it's still not going to go back to normal. It's it's only going to go until the next person gets killed. Uh, you know, it, it needs to, an example needs to be set to where this is just not okay. And I don't think a riot needs to happen every time a black person is killed uh, by the police because you know people are getting killed by police all the time. But I think that. I think that the first thing that needs to happen, to be completely honest, is police reform. You know what I'm saying? I think there needs to be some different qualifications for who can become a, a, a cop and not. There needs to be some mental checks. There needs to be background checks. And I, I just feel like that there probably is, maybe that is happening, but I don't think it's happening to a level that is definitely clearing the good the good people or the good apples from the bad apples. There's people out there that are just racist cops waiting to do stuff. There's people out here who just want to be cops just so they can show their power. And you can see... Uh, that being in full display from these cops that are just pushing around protesters after they have like followed the orders that the cops have been have given. I've seen many videos of the cops saying, you know, move it along or whatever, and the people are moving back, and the cops still runs over and pushes them with their shield or hits them with their baton. For what reason, though? You know, like for what reason? That right there to me is just you, you know, exercising the power that you have. Because if you weren't a cop and you were you were uh, you were doing that, then that would be against the law. You know what I'm saying? It'd literally be against the law. You are now, uh, you know, that's battery, assault and battery right there. You're going to get arrested. But because you have the blue uniform on, you're allowed to, you're allowed to do that. And you're exercising your power to do that. And that's fucked up, straight up. So they are the law, you know? Yeah. It's, yeah. Is any, any, any sort of reform or like, I don't think the protests are going to end anytime soon. I think even if all four of them get convicted, the protests are still going to continue because it's not just happening in the United States. It's happening all around the world. A lot of countries are also doing it because look at that. There's racism having it happening in other countries. It's not just limited to America. Yes, it's way huger in the United States, but like it's happening all over. And it's, it's really cool to see people coming together for stuff like that. I don't foresee protests ending in for extremely long time i'm sick of people capitalizing on what's happening out there like you said people going out there people looting because they see an opportunity people trying to influencers going out there and posing like they're helping reconstruction or stuff like that and that shit leave. is that <laughs> shit is blowing I, me i could not believe that when i saw that shit because it, we live in that culture right a lot of millennials these days want that Act of look how much good I'm doing because I posed for a fucking picture and then I'm not actually doing anything. Like, it, yeah. and then they, 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 like there's there's that one where it was like it was a woman grabbing a drill from someone who was actually doing work. Like, yeah, I saw that. That was the one that most people are seeing. Yeah, they pretend that she would and then give it back to the person who's actually doing the fucking work. So and hopped in her Mercedes after that, bro. Uh, like, all right, all right, you, all right. <laughs> yeah, man. There's no shortage of action going on at our exclusive partner, BetOnline. NASCAR is back, and BetOnline has hundreds of other games, events, and sports to get it on. You can still bet on simulated NFL, NBA, and UFC events 24-7, or you can participate in a $10,000 Madden Bracket Challenge, a March Madness-style NFL simulation tournament you can enter for free. And live right now on BetOnline's YouTube channel, you'll find an exclusive interview with ex-Chicago Bulls' Ron Harper, Horace Grant, Bill Cartwright, and Craig Hodges to discuss the Michael Jordan documentary on what they're calling The Final Dance. Visit BetOnline.ag and use promo code BLUEWIRE to receive your new welcome bonus and check out all the action. BetOnline, your online wagering solution. 
seen a lot of that. I saw another one today where there was a guy who was like the the bad boy aesthetic. Basically, he he was on TikTok. He you know went out to the protest just to get like nice pictures of like oh being in front of broken buildings and stuff, or you know walking uh, the march and whatever. And then he like I think he broke something on purpose to get arrested so he can get a picture of that. Uh, and like that, what are you doing? You know what I'm saying? Like not only are you taking away from uh, our cause, our just cause, but you're also making yourself like just a straight up fucking idiot in the process. And I don't, I don't understand. There's so many other ways to get clout. That is, that's not the way. That's the, this is not, this is not a, a movement for clout. Um, this is a movement for change. And I don't, I, anyone saying it otherwise is fucking wrong. Like just straight up, like you're just wrong. So I, I don't know, man, like there's so much, there's so much wrong with the world in, in multiple uh, facets. But the one that way we're trying to fix it right now is uh, this, you know. And and again, I do not condone uh, people who are actually looting and are also, you know, part of the Black Lives Matter movement. But I do understand why it's happening. Straight up, yeah. Like I, I do understand why it's happening. I wouldn't do it myself. I don't don't want to see it. I, I would like you know another way. But I one hundred percent understand why it's happening, and uh, it, it's going to keep continue to happen until things get better. You know, uh, we, we were talking, they were talking about this recently, um, you know, after Martin Luther King had got assassinated, they went, they rioted for nine days. And that's uh, after that, that's when the Civil Rights Act was passed. So, yeah, change does come from this. You know, y'all act like, uh, oh, it could have happened an easier way. Y'all could have just asked. But, you know, we've been asking, you know, black people have been asking and, and, and we have tried to be peaceful about it, but it isn't listened to. So, you know, sometimes you got to do it by force. Riots are the voice of the unheard. Um, also, it, it, phrasing a sentence a certain way is also extremely important. Like a lot of people are saying, it's a shame what happened to George Floyd, but the riots are unacceptable. That's the incorrect thought process. The, it, what it should be is, it's a shame that there's riots happening, but George Floyd was murdered by a cop. That's like mm-hmm. that. That's what people should be thinking. Like it, mm-hmm. it's all about like, yes, the riots are terrible. Yes, like it, it's not good. That people are looting. It, 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 it's absolutely terrible. But I'd rather have all that if we get change for reform. You know? Like, I especially when it's happening to big corporations. Like, who gives a shit about Target? Like, <laughs> like really? I think, um, I think one of the bigger things, too, uh, that um, I, I saw Astrotex was talking about is that... So, it, it's nice that, uh, you know, the officers that stood around are also getting charged. But I think that corner... The first corner, and and, and as Astrotix said, I think they need to be charged too. Um, they straight up lied. You know what I mean? Like, oh, he was. They they straight up lied and tried to shift the narrative. And not only was it did they say he wasn't asphyxiated, but they also were like, oh, and potential, uh, you know, uh, drug usage in his system. Like, how fucked up is that? Dude dies, and the first thing I'm trying to do is pin it on blood, uh, drugs. When when we have a nine minute video seeing this man plead for his life. Seeing that he saying that he can't breathe, seeing him go unconscious, like, come on, bro. That's that's actually that's actually OD. And I feel like that's that in itself is a crime. You know, I don't know what type of cover up they thought they were gonna get, uh, but I'm glad that there was a a private coroner that was um that was hired to actually get, you know, the facts, you know, and then we didn't just let it uh die there. I mean, it, it's as simple as day to just look and see, but to 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 watch them try to cover that up was what that was bullshit straight up imagine if there wasn't video footage like they would have gotten away with 100 percent. there's still almost getting away with that's the problem we have irrefutable evidence 
about this dude just his hands in his pocket knee on the guy's neck and he's still Big took this long yeah it, we video proof so like if, if we didn't have that like there'd be no case whatsoever like it just they just don't care they can make the rules you know um so i think with smash right it's really cool that a lot of smashers are addressing this a lot of top personalities have been talking about this very early on um i wish i was kind of surprised about it to be honest i thought people were going to try to like not talk about it or they had some contract with some team that says they're not allowed to talk about politics um but it was really cool to see people bringing it up because i i feel like smash and the fgc are like one of those fields that like is super diverse you know in comparison to like literally so much else out there in the world i think that's something special about like like look at like i don't know like overwatch league you know or something like that where it's like white 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 token black person white white asian white white you know uh for like the stuff they hire meanwhile you go you go over to like nintendo with smash and they like it's all over it's it's the rainbow so it's one of those really cool things i see and i'm really proud of the community for actually stepping up and like using their voice for good you know do that that's that's another thing it's like so as far as smash goes you like you can almost see the hierarchy of uh like America within games that are also being comment- commentated. Like Smash is a broke boy esports for sure. At the top of this, at the top of the commentary chain, is a bunch of black people because it's a broke boy esports. You go to these more expensive games, and what do you see? It's not a black person in sight. You know what I mean? Like the only person I think of color that ever gets any of these more expensive games uh, is like Golden Boy, and uh, and then you have Golden Boy and like Malie Forte. Those are like the two big like people of color, um, you know, uh, commentators or hosts for things uh, that, like, are included for, like, Fortnite or, like, League and things like that. And, and even then, you don't even see them that much. And I know that, like, obviously, there's probably interest and stuff that uh, that shift or whatever, but that, like, disparity is, like, almost the same. It's, like, it's almost like a world disparity. You know what I'm saying? Like, you, you have uh, all of us uh, picking the games that we played because, you know, we some of us uh, probably didn't have the... Uh, funds to get, you know, nice computers and stuff to play uh, computer games back in the day. I definitely did, was not a computer user until I was like, I don't know, I didn't start playing computer games until I was like 12 or 13. So, uh, and even then, I was still choosing consoles and stuff. So consoles, you know, the cheaper alternative, uh, a lot of the the the, um, the minorities will gravitate toward things such as fighting games, which are primarily played on consoles and things like that, because that's what we know. Um, but like, it, it always interests me to see like the disparity of when you get higher up in in games and money, like how much less diverse it is. You know, like I, I can't I can't tell a, a, a CS:GO commentator from another one from just listening to their voice. You know, but like when it comes to when it comes to Smash, I within five five seconds I can tell who's commentating without even having to uh, ask. So diversity, man, it's nice. It is super nice. Like the the more money there there is involved in a product, the more white it gets. Like that that's just that's just the nature of it. Um, it it saddens me because I've yeah. seen those corporations like reach out to people. You know, um, to, like I remember there was a time when uh, D one was hit up for a Blizzard gig in the past, and uh, mm-hmm. D one mentioned 
that there there was a time when like he thought maybe he was getting hit up because only because he was black like he they wanted to fill that token black role so it made him yeah i mean it made him feel some type of way that's probably facts like i i'm i'm not gonna put it past blizzard to do some dumb shit like that yeah for sure so like it's probably facts that that was uh what was going on uh there but i that that sucks too because like the thing is you don't want to be the token you know you don't want to be the token but also you don't want to turn down an opportunity uh that can help you further your career so it it is a hard gamble but i I think if i was in d1's shoes i don't like overwatch so i wouldn't i wouldn't want to learn it just to also be the token black and then have to deal with this community who has been inherently racist uh, just in general, if you ever played a game of Overwatch and just had voice chat on, it, it's a very sexist, uh, racist uh, area. So I, you know, I don't, I don't see why I would want to subject myself to being now on the screen where these same people can just say crazy shit about me. Uh, and if I get anything wrong at any point in time, yeah, it's like not only is he du- is he black, but now he's stupid. I don't want to, I don't want to deal with that. So Bro, that's yeah, like, I'm good. That's like every shooter too. Like yeah. I don't know if you've like if you've touched like Valorant at all, but like the the, the comms are awful. And I, mean, I, I I stopped playing Valorant before uh, Rank came out, so yeah, I'm good on that. Uh, either way, though, we got a little more time left, so let's go ahead and get through these uh, users' questions real quick. We only got three this time, uh, which is very telling. No, I'm kidding. Uh, <laughs> uh, obviously, I thought so. No, I'm, I'm not kidding. Like I actually thought that that was kind of telling. Like I, uh, I, I mean. Have you noticed like your follower count gone Maybe. down hardcore in the past week? No, my follower count just went back up. So okay, I've lost. I, I went. I went. I went from. I, I was at like seventy three to like seventy two, and now I'm at seventy four or seventy three. I was at seventy three point two uh, or three, and then I was at seventy three point two, and now I'm at seventy three point four. But that's because everyone's doing that virtual signaling. Uh, here are some black followers that you should follow, and I don't. I, I, if this works and people start showing up to the stream, then by all means, fucking great. But the thing is, I've been existing, and I don't think it should have taken you this moment to like realize that I've been out here. I've been streaming for seven fucking years, dude. Like, I don't, I don't need your shoutouts. You know, like I, I've been existing. These people should have been me able to find me. You know what I mean? Like, I've been on multiple uh, large name uh, broadcasts to where you could have been like, oh, I wonder what else this guy does. So. Uh, yeah, I don't know, man. It's if this keeps going on, then thank you. But if this is only going to happen right now, and you're going to just not ever mention me again, not ever communicate with me again, that's that's a virtue signal. Yeah, that's a virtue signal, bro. So anyway, moving on. Cyberman Patel <laughs> says, uh, as someone who is in full support of the protest against the police, the pessimist in me still thinks the protest will untimely lead to only uh, minor changes and not systemic changes we need. Are these worries warranted, or am I just uh, being a negative Andy? Uh, hashtag Black Lives Matter. First of all, big shout out to Saga Rumil. Uh, I think they're warranted, but at the same time, like y- we got to go in with 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 some form of positivity. Like I definitely can see your, you being skeptical over uh, change only happening uh, a little, you know, because that's kind of how change has been going. We are still suffering from uh, slavery, which ended almost two hundred years ago, or, or more than like you know over two hundred years ago. And we're still we're still seeing the after effects of that we're still seeing racism. We're still seeing people see black people as less than. You know what I mean? Uh, it, but it, I'm not I'm not going to lie and say that things have not got better. You know, I don't feel like I can't go uh, anywhere that where black people aren't. You know, and I feel and I feel like for the most part, you know, most people that I uh, associate with that are not black, 
uh, or not do not have an issue with me being black. However, however, uh, for the people, it, it's very easy to see that not everyone uh, feels like that. You know, I, I had I had someone straight up threaten me on Twitch saying that you know, or not on Twitch, but on a uh, Twitter saying that oh yeah, I shoot you with a forty five ACP. I First of all, I don't know what gun that is. I don't know what gun that is. Uh, I don't I don't pay attention to guns. I don't know what gun that is. <laughs> Second, say say shoot, not shot, you idiot. But like there are people that are still out there like that. And even if it was for jokes, the fact that that was the way that you went, that means that your mindset is, is fucked. So, yeah, I mean, I mean, I understand your skepticism, but we even if the change goes little by little, it's still change that we're trying to influence. So, yeah, this is going to go in the history books, you know, back in 2050, 2060, you know, that this is like going to be like an entire chapter, you know, in the history book. So. It's a it's yeah. a big deal. I, there's going to be some form of change no matter what. Like the the question is how big will it be? You know. Yeah. 1865, bro. We are now in 2020, bro. Not even not even 200 years yet. So yeah, we're still dealing with the repercussions of that. Mm-hmm. And, and I couldn't imagine. I could not imagine living in a time uh, around 1865 when slavery just got abolished. You know how how the rest of America was looking at newly freed slaves like i couldn't even imagine going back so i mean this country was founded on racism and they you know yeah. pulled from the native americans when they came here so like it, it, it's hard to like get those roots out and it take another probably 100 years for it to be like and i keep saying dude, that that argument of like i i'm so tired of people saying well if you don't like it move like you didn't you didn't start here you know like you you guys did not start here. You know, y'all y'all came over here and usurped this area and then y'all brought us over here. You know, it, it wasn't like we were, you know, promised anything when we came over here. And, you know, I'm, I'm not saying that, like, oh, it would have been greater in Africa. I don't, I don't fucking know. But what I'm saying is, like, you can't use that argument of, uh, oh, we'll go back when the r- whole reason, like, we are here is because of you. I, white people who uh, on that logic are, are tripping me out because it's like you are... Are you were trying to get credit for ca- uh, problems you've caused? You know, M- white males have caused most problems. Uh, most of the problems of, of of racism or systemic oppression, uh, just in general. You know, well, against women. You know, what I'm saying uh, misogyny against women, uh, racism against uh, other classes. The, the biggest perpetrator of that is white males. So to to act like you're doing anything. Um, you know, to help by the, the little shit that you're doing is not enough because that's the problem that you fucking caused. You know what I mean? Racism happened because of you. You brought us over here and didn't uh, have us be full citizens for however many years. And then by the time it was full citizens, you have all these people who are stuck in their fucking ways who don't want to change. And, they're, and then they're teaching, they're teaching, um, you know, they're the younger generation that these people are less than, and then they're going to teach the younger generation that these people are less than. So it's going to be a long time until uh, slavery or, or, or slavery like ends up not being an issue until racism not stops being an issue. Uh, because there's always going to be someone who carries that fucking old ancient ideology uh, into the new generation. Yeah, racism's taught, like you're not born with it. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, moving on to our next question. Uh, we have uh, Hans Yolo saying, how else do you think the Smash community can support Black Lives Matter movement aside from streams? Uh, just being conscious. I, I think th- there's not like, 
one that like the thing is like you don't have to be out in the trenches, right? You you don't have to be on the trenches, you know, uh, with your sign saying Black Lives Matter, or whatever. All you need to do is call out racism when you see it and be conscious of when racism is happening. I think that is like that is like ninety percent of the way there, right there. You know, you don't have to you don't have to go crazy. You know, you don't have to you know fight. Uh, you don't have to fight racists or whatever, whatever. Um, you know, you don't have to go out looking for a fight for racists or whatever. Just be conscious of what is going on uh, and call it out when you see it. I think teaching is also incredibly important. I, I think mm-hmm. there's still so, so, so many people in this country that don't get it. It's like they're not naturally bad at heart, but they don't really understand what's happening. Like, um, I, I I can give you a story, an anecdote. Um, a couple days ago, I had a family member uh, who uh, told me all lives matter when I was talking with them. And that came from a place of ignorance. It came from a place of not really understanding. And so I had to explain to them how, you know, the what all I saying all lives matter when someone says black lives matter is such a terrible thing to say because what you're, you're just missing them. You're saying that like, oh, all lives matter. Like, what, what do you mean? Of course, no fucking duh, all lives matter. Of course, that's fucking true. But we need to focus on so what's many happening. Videos. I've seen so many videos explaining this in such easy ways. And, and yes. so at this point in time, if you are continuing to say all lives matter in a educate to an, as an answer uh, to black lives matter, then you, you, you want to be ignorant, you know, you want to be ignorant and I'm just going to, I'm going to let you, I'm going to let you do that. Like I, at some point in time, when you are, when you are given the facts, and you still choose to be willfully ignorant, I'm not going to argue with you anymore. I'm not going to, it is not my time to try to change your mind because your mind has been made up. And, and the only thing that's going to change your mind uh, is time. And I don't, it's not my, it, I don't have the time to spend on one person. You know what I mean? Like I, I, I'm good. You know? So if I put the all black lives matter out there, you come out with, well, what about all lives matter? Uh, sick, bro. What we're saying is we are not equal to the all lives. When you say all lives matter, you are definitely like, th- that is, that is black lives matter is saying that basically like these are all the lives right here, right? These are all the lives. But this section of lives right here are, are, are marginalized. We're, we're getting treated unfairly. So if by us saying Black Lives Matter, it is like also Black Lives Matter. Not only Black Lives Matter, it's also Black Lives Matter. And until Black Lives Matters or until Black people are being treated fairly, then you can't say All Lives Matters. Um, uh, or until minorities just gener- in general are being treated fairly, you can't really just say All Lives Matters. Uh, and, and think that that's going to cover uh, what Black Lives Matter is trying to to cover. That's not how it works. And I, I think people also forget that uh, All Lives Matter was created by a white supremacist. That statement. Mm-hmm. A white supremacist made that statement up. So just just food for thought. And, and they don't even mean that, dude. I think that's just the, that's most white people's ways of just saying white lives matter. Uh, because you don't care for these other minorities. You don't care for these Asians. You don't care for these Hispanics. You don't care for the Middle Easterns. You care about the white people who, uh, syst- who systemically, the, the system has worked for you the entire time you've been uh, alive. You know, and I won't even say in, I was going to say in, in America, but the entire time you've been alive, when you're in when you're in uh, Britain or when you're in Europe, worked for you. You guys came over here, still worked for you. Uh, we came over here, didn't work for us, and it still has not worked for us. And that's all we want is the system to be to work for everyone equally. But until then, Black Lives Matter, bro. God um, forbid we focus on the Black Lives Matter movement 
when I have roads I need fixed, you know? I mean, that's what it is. Like, they still have problems. They want yeah. their problems to get fixed first because that's all they care about. They don't actually care. Yeah. Uh, we got one more question from Equalist Agenda saying, uh, how do you see the esports uh, FGC community moving forward with all that's happened? Uh, I'm not, I'm not going to lie. I'm not really too worried about esports FGC community right now. Uh, we, we, will, we will persevere, you know? Like, right now, um, with, with COVID and with these riots and protests going on, uh, not only uh, the second wave of COVID is definitely happening for sure. Doesn't yeah. matter. There's no way. So right now, I, I think that's the least of my my worries. I don't care about when the next time I'm going to a tournament. It sucks that I'm not going to tournaments, but with the current state of the world, I'm not really too worried about. Uh, I'm not really too worried about what's going on. So yeah, um, we we will move on when things calm down. You know, no one's dying. The the community is still there. Um, or you not? No one's dying. You know what I mean. But like, no one's. Uh, the, no game is dying. Uh, yes. The community's still there, and we will resume normal functions when things are normal again. Yeah. So same yeah. answer. Yeah. Like, there's literally, we're 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 still playing the waiting game. Um, I think people are going to be more more conscious about what's happening around them when we come back. Like, I think like that first big tournament. People, there's going to be a lot more people wearing masks. There's going to be people like, you know, washing their hands more, probably maybe bring some hand sanitizer on top of, you know, just just being more cleanly. Hopefully, 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 hopefully. Yeah, hopefully. All right, guys. So uh, that's going to be it for this episode of uh, Hard Reads. Thank you, guys. A hundred viewers, man. Very nice. We can't have to get pretty consistent. A hundred viewers. So I know a decent money. Y'all probably came over from the stream. But uh, if you um is this your first time to hard reads? Make sure you hit that follow button. We do this every Wednesday at 6 p.m. Uh, usually talk about a lot of Smash stuff, but obviously uh, not a lot of Smash stuff going on. So I think as of right now, we'll probably just be talking about what is going on in the world. Uh, plus, you know, maybe throw a little sprinkle of Smash if something happens throughout the weekend. Uh, we appreciate you very much, so. Uh, keep on supporting those black lives. Uh, keep on uh, speaking out against racial injustices. Keep on speaking out against injustice in general. Happy Pride Month. Do not forget, I know that Black Lives Matters and, uh, and the George Floyd... Uh, protests have really been taken over um, uh, June. But June is Pride Month as well. So not only look uh, to, you know, be an activist for uh, black people, but look look to be an act- activist for the LGBTQIA plus community as well. Uh, as, you know, we're not in the same struggle, but we are all definitely still going through the struggle of being marginalized as people. Um, yeah, that's, uh, that's all I can really say, man. Um, you got any final words? Um, I think we're j- just just random thought that popped into my head. I think we're approaching the year anniversary of the show. Yeah, like we started in June of 2019. Oh, okay, isn't that crazy? Oh, that is kind of crazy. I yeah. have to look back. And see, I have to look back and see the first episode I saved, I guess, or something like that. Well, I guess I don't think I saved the first episode, so uh, I'd have to look back to see when Prediction had their first episode. Mm. So, but yeah, man, a whole year of hard reads, bro. And we are, you know, we're still out here doing the thing. So, hey, guys, if you ever see, the, uh, you know, anything about hard reads, make sure you get that word out there that, you know, this is an, uh, a pod. If you're enjoying this podcast, get more of your friends involved, man. We we very much appreciate when you guys uh, show up. Uh, we very much appreciate when you guys answer my uh, my tweet about the questions because I love the Twitter questions. Um, and we just very much appreciate you existing in general. Um, 100%. This will be on iTunes. This will be on Spotify. This will be on YouTube very soon. Uh, but yeah, man, keep on fighting the good fight, guys. Black Lives Matter. I'm TK Breezy. I'm Austin. And you guys have a good night. I'll see you uh, on the next show soon. Bye.